tonight on an all-new The Wrestling Show. A week in review starting with The Monopoly of Wrestling, AEW Impact. Next, we move on to the WWE Universe with the NXT UK brand. Moving on to the flagship, WWE Raw. And then, WWE Smackdown. And finally, NXT, the OG brand. Wellbo. Wellbo, welcome to the channel. I'm your host, Lip Rip, a.k.a. Tetsu Omega, and I gotta tell you one thing. And I gotta tell you one thing. I really love wrestling. And wrestling is becoming very, very uh, competitive these days. Competitive these days. That's right. It seems like number one spot is uh, up for grabs. Um, people love All Elite Wrestling. And speaking of All Elite Wrestling, they are still, in my mind, considered a circus show, a, uh, what's that, a, a stunt show, um, a wild, wild west stunt show, I still consider it. Um, now we start this whole thing off, um, this is, uh, Dynamite. We started off with a Rhodes family grudge with Malachi Black. Malachi really does not like anybody from the Rhodes family. And he's taken out one by one, and finally, he's down to Dustin Rhodes. Now, all the other matches were complete squashes. Complete squashes. But this was very different. It seems like it was constructed by Dusty Dustin Rhodes himself. Um, so it looked very, uh, very even, you know? Uh, but yeah, it looked like Dustin had a chance to win this match many times. But when it came down to it, it was a black mask to Dustin's shoulder. A whap right to the shoulder. Completely missing his head. But you know what? As a professional, you know what? I don't think Dustin wanted to do that again. He might actually catch it to his head. So, as a professional, he lays down for the count of three. <clears throat> so, and surprisingly enough, not much cheating in there. And Aubrey is a queen of turning her back. Next up. It's a, uh, it's been officially announced. Looks like there's going to be a Miro versus Eddie Kingston too. I must admit, this is going to be good. Uh, the first one was a very good match. Even though we all knew who's going to win. We all knew. I did anyways. But it was riveting. It was a good match. They, uh, compared to, they matched well together. So they put out a good uh, showing. This time, will Miro give up his Turner Network Championship belt to Eddie Kingston? Who knows? Who knows? But I doubt it. Moving on to CM Punk with his uh, promotion. Um, you know, uh, his monologue, so to speak. But uh, I guess Hobbs had a match to do. You know, powerhouse Hobbs. So, like Taz, always has to do something. Uh, Taz interferes with this uh, promo to uh, uh, for Hobbs. So he makes up some weird contrived thing about what Punk said and didn't say. And, uh, 
Yeah, it was it was it was a desperate attempt for Taz to I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Punk was taking up too much time in the ring. And it's time for his wrestler to get in there. And that getting there he did. He definitely did. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Dante Martin. Dante Martin's been showcased as doing being the highlight move of the week. But this time he's taking on Powerhouse Hobbs. For a rather unastounding match, um, Dante Martin did what he did. Powerhouse Hobbs uh, clumsily got through the match and clumsily won. Um, can I say it was... Uh, the day goes on. So we have a Ruby Soho interview and uh, it's interviewed, it's interrupted by the uh, doctor Britt Baker and her, uh, you know, her, I guess, receptionists, uh, Rebel and uh, Hater, Jamie Hater. But it was great though. Um, Dr. Britt Baker with a, a fantastic takedown of uh, Ruby Riot. Ruby looking, yep, just uh, Britt Baker showing who she is. Next up, we have Dan Lambert again on the state of AEW and the millenniums that watch AEW, um, although there are a lot of people watching it. A lot of millenniums, they're the young, very young. There, there must be a very young crowd for this uh, AEW, for sure. Well, AEW's going for the uh, under 200 pounders, and uh, he's calling it out. You know what? Uh, you guys are tiny, and it's ridiculous. But, hey, AEW's doing really well, even with all the tiny wrestlers that they have. And that brings us to... Matt Hardy and uh, Orange Cassidy. Now their first match was incredible. And this time, the stakes are higher. So if Matt Hardy were to win, he were to cut all of Orange Cassidy's hair off. So it's a hair match, apparently. Um, if Matt Hardy loses, is he gonna lose his hair? I guess he kinda already is, but uh, will he have his hair shaven if he loses? Who knows? Next up, a face-to-face. -face. MJF, after the loss to Jericho, is moving on to, uh, I guess, uh, pick on uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and his family. So this is, uh, maybe this is the new thing for J um, MJF, after all. You know what? I don't know. If he, is he ever going to get a championship match? I doubt it. I doubt that. Moving on. Now... Ruby Soho versus Jamie Hayter. Ruby's very first match, and it is against uh, one of Dr. Britt Baker's um, receptionists. Uh, so we go on. Uh, it is, it is, it is sloppy, sloppy wrestling. Um, it was not good. No period. Uh, Soho wins with the. Uh, Detonation kick? It wasn't called detonation kick. But, uh, who knows? But before you can shake a stick at who won, Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel came in to uh, cause some damage. Cause some damage, try to get the moral victory over the whole thing ordeal of losing to uh, Ruby Riot. But who comes to her savior, Victor, you know, help? The weirdest thing? This is a strange picture, of course. Uh, uh, Riho and um, 
Christy Satlander um, comes to her rescue. And now, uh, they all set up for this weird pose. I don't know, um, it's like a family, the new family. Christy Statlander again being passed around one more time to another group. Could this be a new tag team? Could this, it cannot be called the new Riot Squad. After all, she's not Riot anymore. I mean, is it, uh, I don't know, Destination Soho? Could be, could be a new tag team right there. But they are going to tag team against uh, Britt Baker and her, uh, you know, receptionist. On Friday on Rampage. So next up, we have a six-man tag. A six-man tag. Um, now this is uh, the pinnacle, I guess, the pinnacle versus uh, the Dark Order. The Dark Order is having problems within their group after all. You know, they're long ago, they used to be, uh, they're, they're fronting Adam, Adam Page, who is uh, going for the world championship off of Kenny Omega. That all fell apart. So without their frontman, they don't have anybody there to represent um, a leader that can they can hold the belt other than Brody, but he's been gone for a while. So Dark Order is falling apart. So uh, comes down to it, uh, it was disqualification. No, no, it wasn't disqualifications. It was uh, the pinnacle uh, with the win there. It wasn't very good. It was, uh, I think it was uh, Dash Harwood and uh, Cash Wheeler setting up uh, Sean Spears. They just put him on the shoulders and then Sean, it was a completely pointless setup for his uh, his finisher. He does his finisher with the, uh, nevertheless. After the match, Dark Order get into it with themselves. And who knows? Up next is... Uh, Tony Schiavone interviewing uh, the elite, the uh, the Bullet Club, so to speak. Uh, Adam Cole, newly acquired from NXT, Adam Cole, um, giving Tony Schiavone an earful about uh, messing with his girl. Apparently, Adam Cole feels, uh, I don't know, threatened by Tony Schiavone's manliness, I guess. Uh, but nonetheless... It turns out that uh, Brian Danielson, also newly acquired from the WWE, both from the WWE. Now Danielson is calling out uh, um, Tanny Omega for all the right reasons. You know he is uh, very insecure for himself. He is the, after all, he is the co-owner and CEO of. Uh, this very company, and uh, he's taking full advantage by taking the top belt. And Kent and uh, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson feels like, uh, yeah, you don't, you don't, you're not a wrestler like me. And he shows it, he gets him down, a whole beatdown ensues, and next you know, we you have yourselves the Jurassic Express coming in with Kazarian also coming in to help out. Now, the next match is the uh, main event. Uh, John Maxley versus uh, Minoru Suzuki. Last week there was a that little face-to-face, -face, little slap down, and leading to the uh, Gotch Pound Driver. This week, after uh, having quite the makeout session, there was a bad match. 
the, the head biting session and at the biting of the head. What what was that? What was that? That was I don't know. But uh, one thing crazy. Uh, it was a, a DDT. I'm not sure it was the uh, his finishing. Well, it was a DDT, regular DDT, underhook DDT that really nailed uh, um, uh, Minoru right on his head, bleeding like a stuffed pig. A lot of the times, most of the times, they include color in their matches. Um, but they you blade, and you know when they blade because they're they're not on them. They're somewhere else, and while the guy's like taking his time, but when they do blade, when they when this is an accident, it happens a lot. I mean. Uh, AEW is very sloppy wrestling, for sure. Kind of wonder why there's so many uh, old-timers coming back. So John Moxley was a finisher. Uh, very underwhelming win. You know, it was a uh, version of his uh, paradox shift. It was like, uh, but it was like a suplex paradigm shift. Next, we go to Rampage, the uh, the B show, I suppose. If uh, I suppose. Uh, Dynamite is the first, this is number two, it has to be. So after months of setting up, we have Andrade Eliolo versus Pac, or Pac, as he's known in the wrestling world. And this match went, was going very well, actually. Um, it, was a, it was going smashingly well. It was a, a, leading up to like a five-star match. Um, but like always, like always. Now this time it's weird. Now this person, Jose. Jose comes up, jumps on the ring post, or ring apron, with the taser going. And his taser going on and on. It's like, hey, come here, ref. Come here, quickly, quickly, come here. I've got something to tell you. We're about to cheat, damn it. We're about to cheat. So ref's like, oh, oh my God, that's my cue. I better go deal with this guy who's really doing nothing but making a big hubbub, hubbaloo. So he turns around, and while that happens, this is Pac going for the pin. Chavo comes in, knocks him off, gives him a good whack, and then there's switcheroo. That time, uh, uh, Jose was pulled off the ring by uh, the uh, Lucha, um, you know, Phoenix and uh, Pentagon, you know. Um, so that lead to, uh, so then they're all here. And uh, Rep makes a pin uh, count on uh, Puck, El, El uh, Idiolo, El got the uh, victory. So, leaving all three together, Puck, um, Jose, and Chavo. No, 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 no. This is where Chavo gets left behind. Just like, not, not just like, but when uh, Chavo first, when... Uh, Andrade first entered the AEW. He was with uh, Vicky Guerrero. And then he was, she was switched out. Um, no one said anything. Just switched out with uh, Chavo. Now they're making a big scene of it. Because he's going to, to his third manager. Or third mouthpiece. Um, Jose. So they, they beat him up. Right? And then uh, he gets super kicked by, you know, Phoenix and uh, Penta. And then into the deathlock by... You know, Pac. So here it is. Uh, Andrade with this new mouthpiece. Or I don't know what's going on with that. I've not heard of him at all. Jose. Here's to you, Jose. What's going on? Next. Last week. The newly formed team of um, Destination Soho. Yes, that's right. Chrissy Satlander and 
uh, Riho or in that match against Britt Baker and her receptionist Ruby uh, Rebel and Jamie Hayter. Now this match was an absolute hilarious joke, you know, uh, with a lot of acrobatics. They tried to do it all, but doing it all was not good because uh, there was this massive thing, huge cartoon move. Oh, it was a cartoon uh, show. Um, so Chris Statlander has back to back with Io uh, or Rio, and then she bends over, so Rio's on her back. She's crouched over, so Rio's up in the air, and then she starts. She turns her around. And then she does do a machine gun kick. And now you're kicking, kicking, kicking. And then there is Rebel, who's staying there for a bit. Like, she's not touching her. And then Rebel, oh, oh my god, she, she gets up there, right up close to the leg, so she's getting kicked. Because uh, Christy doesn't know what's going on. She's completely blindness. That was, oh, it was hilarious. So it was, uh, clearly, Ruby Riot's team wins. Does it really matter? Okay, so the main event time. It is Brian Pillman Jr. versus Max Caster. That's right, Max Caster, the rapper. It is hyped by Mark um, Mark Henry. Pre-show, pre-match hype. Max Caster with a great rap. But this match was an absolute joke. Um, Aubrey, Aubrey, uh, five times your back was turned. I guess most of the time was like, uh, oh, the first, oh, it was just so bad. It's, but she's a, became a pro at turning her back when things are going down. A pro! Is it her fault that uh, the refs are only there to count to three? But after the loss, it seems like uh, it reminds me that uh, Brian Pillman Jr. has a very familiar style. Reminds me of Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hey, oh, Pillman! So, before the beatdown of uh, Brian Pillman can beat uh, happen, John Moxley comes in to help. Um, you wonder what happened to Griff Garrison. Why wouldn't Griff Garrison, his tag team varsity blonde tag team partner, help out instead? But he did not. And that's the end of Rampage and AEW. Turning to Raw. WWE, I should say. The first subject is the NXT. Now, the NXT has the, last week had the three walloping matches. Now, it is a short show. And I'm not sure what exactly is going on in the UK. But this week they only had two. Two matches. Now the third one is, was just a, uh, a rewatch of uh, how Ilya Dragunov became the champion. Um, I'm still very disappointed in how Walter lost uh, like that. Uh, it was a tough one to take for sure. But we start off with the Heritage Cup number one contender to, uh, yes, to fight Mustache Mountain. So, uh, not really Mustache Mountain itself, but Tyler Bates of Mustache Mountain. So, we have our, this match right now is against uh, Sam Gladwell versus Wolfgang. Now, no doubt, it is a great match. Uh, Sam Gradwell has a great... Uh, um, he's got intensity to him. He calls every yogurts. Yogurt? Yogurt? Um, so, it is uh, Sam uh, Gradwell versus his opponent, um, Yogurt. Um, Wolfgang. But Wolfgang wouldn't have any of it, even though he was being picked up and tossed by Sam. In the end, it was 
Wolfgang with the big win. Yogurt, he is not. So, he is going up against uh, Wolfgang versus Tealman eventually, but next week will be uh, apparently Noam Dar and Kenny Williams. So next up is uh, what happened last week with uh, Blair Davenport knocking out Sid Scala. Well, we find out that uh, Blair Davenport has been um, suspended. I don't know what's going on with this, uh, but uh, it's a suspension. Who knows what's going on with this? Uh, is the story? Is it? Uh, mm. And then we have a little uh, diatribe between Noam Dar and Kenny Williams over next week in their uh, contendership tournament match. Very good, actually. They both have very intriguing things to say. They're both very identical. They're both do anything to win. Uh, they're both very intelligent in the ring, and they're both about the same size. So uh, this would be quite the barn burner if I should say, they're both intelligent wrestlers. Moving on to our main event, a six-man tag. Um, Symbiosis versus Saxon Huxley, Oliver Carter, and Ashton Smith. Symbiosis, of course, being Eddie Dennis, T-Bone, and Primate. Now, Eddie Dennis showing off a little bit in the ring. And getting beaten up, too. Who am I kidding? He didn't really show his best in the ring. Getting tossed around by uh, Saxton. And uh, I believe uh, Carter. But when it comes down to it, uh, Ashton Smith, Oliver Carter, and uh, Ashton Smith and uh, Saxon Hutley win this match. But Symbiosis wouldn't have it. They all came in and clobbered. Uh, clobbered up the whole team with uh, Saxon Huxley leading a uh, little uh, crumple up mess on the ring. Which reminds me about uh, Saxon Huxley. Is his, uh, he seems like his character seems very familiar. Very familiar to, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you remember a character called Damien Sandow. But I think they're very similar. They could have very few same features. I can see uh, Saxon Huxley becoming a, wearing a um, luxurious uh, bathrobe, you know, smoking a, a pipe, reading poetry. Sure, it can happen. Next up is Raw. A massive show. Uh, it is the uh, Tag Team Turmoil. Tag Team Turmoil. Many different... It is... Oh, so... We got ourselves seven. The seven uh, contenders to the uh, championship. And it is basically, you got to go. So, the first matchup and watching in uh, the audience is uh, your current Raw champions, Matt Riddle and Randy Orton, RK Bro. With the best seats in the house next, next to the uh, commentators, of course. So, coming in with the first draw is the New Day. Of course, uh... Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston coming. Very fresh. Versus, of course, we all know, the uh, Game of Thrones Vikings. The Viking Raiders come in. The fight, of course. Now, it goes uh, really rough for the New Day. Raiders doing some a good job with damage. But, with a fantastic roll-up, Xavier Woods gets the win for... 
the new day. Okay, so coming up next, it is a new day versus Jinder Mahal and Veer Shanky, of course, will have to watch considering he's not quite ready for in-ring action by himself or with the team, you know, or really ready at all. So what a great match ensues. Not very long match, but it's a great match. A lot of high flying happens and Woods with a fantastic win over the New Day or over Jinder Mahal. So New Day carry on next round and it's against Lucha House Party, um, Grand Matalik and Lince Del Rado. Before anything can happen, you got yourselves a, a new day coming out to greet the Lucha House Party. And before you can know it, before you can know it, it was a beautiful roll-up. Xavier Woods with another one on Grand Matalik. Moving on. Now, this is again. Now, every time, New Day is getting more tired because they are just constantly winning. So, the next match is against Mason T-Bar. Mason T-Bar. Shown in here, this picture. With the, they're trying to crush people with their fingers. I'm going to crush you. I'm going to pinch you your head. I'm going to pinch your head. And I'm going to crush you. Crush your head. And then pinch your That's good. That's old. So, Mason T-Bar with a, a quite the uh, dominating performance and with a uh, clearly tired out New Day. Now will Mason T-Bar pull it out? Or will Xavier Woods roll up T-Bar for the win? So that happened. Another roll up. I think Xavier Woods, one of his most greatest moves ever. The most powerful move in wrestling entertainment. So he is not pleased. But that doesn't matter. The show must go on. Um, so Mustafa Ali and Mansoor, they're the next tag team to take on the New Day. But Mason Jibar weren't leaving and they made a huge thing. They just clobbered everybody. So this put a whole huge damper. Instead of saying, you know what, we can't do this. Let's just postpone. And that's good. I guess that's really good considering. Uh, give them a chance to uh, redeem the energy. Perhaps New Day can get it together to win the whole thing. So that leads us to, I believe, this is the number one's contender match for Damien Sandow, Damien Priest's championship uh, belt. With, uh, what's that, uh, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. It was a pretty good match, really good match. Uh, but like Xavier Woods proved over and over again, the roll-up wins. Roll-up is king. So Sheamus with the big win. Now, next up is rather silly. Well, I should say. Uh, Damien Priest versus uh, Sheamus upcoming uh, Extreme Rules. But next match was a another, another number one's contenders match. You know, uh, Tamina and uh, Natalia lost so many matches so far in... Uh, as a, as a champions, they've lost so many times as champions. They have the most losingest champions I've ever seen in the WWE. It seems every match they have is a number one's contender match and they lose. 
So this is like no other, like the same as others, I should say. It was a good match. It was fun to watch. You know, it was a silly match where, uh, you know, Nikki, almost a superhero, is used as a, uh, a weapon, you know, by uh, the giant um, Rhea Ripley. So, yeah. Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley come up with a big victory over this one. Next up, No Miz, No Worries, apparently. Johnny Drip Drip with No The Miz around. What's uh, Johnny Drip Drip to do? <clears throat> well, to have on a moist TV was Karen Cross, who promised, promised moist Johnny Drip Drip he will be the end. He will end Johnny Drip Drip. Huge words by Karen Cross, not messing his uh, displeasure for Johnny Drip Drip, you know, but keeping total cool, kind of really good segment for uh, Karen Cross. Which brings me back to last week. Which brings, which brings me back to last week. Where uh, Johnny Drip Drip called out almost and almost crushed him like a crazy grape. I was trying to think of an almost joke. Almost uh, ended his life. I don't know. It's okay. In his career. So it was a fast match. So this time, Carrying Cross. The killer, Carrying Cross. He only lost. He only lost twice. Well, he lost again. I don't know what's going on with, uh, you know, uh, Keith Lee. He seems to be dropped off after crushing uh, Carrying Cross in the last match he's been in. But Keith Lee, where are you? Who knows? Maybe he's going to AEW soon. They all are. But as soon as it started, it ended. Carrying Cross with a cross jacket. It's over. Johnny Drip Rip got smashed again. Which leads to what's going to happen with Johnny Drip Rip? Keith Lee, Johnny Drip Rip. Now, Johnny's probably going to be in the WWE for a little while longer. After all, you know, Frankie Monet is doing some fantastic things in NXT. They're here. Johnny Drip Rip. Who knows? Maybe they might be put together soon, but uh, it seems. Uh, I don't know. Monet's doing really well with the uh, Frankie uh, Robert Stormbrand. Next up is uh, we is well. What's that? Uh, Nia Jax versus uh, Charlotte. But uh, we gotta catch up. To last week was uh, what's that? Uh, Shayna Baszler against uh, Rhea Ripley. But before that can happen, Nia Jax came in to say what her prediction for that day was going to happen. Her dominating everybody, including Charlotte. Now, it was a tough one for uh, Shayna Baszler. She took a loss here, but uh, she also watched Nia Jax crush everybody, including Rhea Ripley at the end. So it was kind of humiliating, yes? So now next up is a championship match, part two, the actual championship match, because uh, last time uh, Shayna, Nia Jax won the number one's contender match, which now makes her the contender. So before the match could start, Shayna Baszler was all up against Nia Jax. It was very disturbing to see that, uh, but the show must go on. It was a very good match, and Nia didn't quite dominate as as much. Uh, it was it wasn't quite as uh, like last week. It wasn't quite uh, one sided. But when it came down to it, Shayna Baszler. Uh, got on there and, uh, it, you know, it got her attention enough that uh, 
Charlotte can get a one heck of a uh, of a finisher on. Um, it was yeah, it was the uh, what's that? Uh, the natural selection, that supernatural selection for the victory. But before we can call it a night for Charlotte Flair, she has been challenged by the newly resurrected. I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, Alexa Bliss and her little stuffed animal doll. Um, but uh, who's going to win? Um, so this is all set up for uh, Extreme Rules. Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte. Who will win? Who knows? But it's uh, going to be interesting anyways. You know? Um... The next segment is Reggie at the park with all her hijinks happening with R-Truth and Tozawa. Now an actual match, Tozawa versus uh, Reggie, which turned out really well actually, uh, well pretty quick. Tozawa was crushed pretty much with uh, Reginald's amazing uh, acrobatics, he had no chance. The uh, somersault uh, chest sit wins it for Reginald. But that makes you wonder about everybody else who's after the belt right now. Looks like R-Truth, Cedric Alexander, Humberto, uh, not Jeff Holland, R-Truth, Humberto, Humberto Carrillo, uh, Drew Gulak, Riker, Jeff Hardy, and Shel looks like Shelton Benjamin also in this hunt. Now, is it uh, saying that uh, any one of these can be uh, in an AEW? Considering these guys are now running after, like uh, Benny Hill running after the belt. So while running out, R-Truth runs into Drake Maverick in Raw. What's going to happen? Well, he's, he doesn't have Killing Dane anymore in NXT. Uh, what's And he's looking pretty dapper, too. What is going on with uh, Drake Maverick? Who really knows? Now, next up is uh, Dewdrop. Her segment. Uh, apparently, uh, last time, she uh, had a match with Eva Marie. And before it even started... And she even said that, that she knew it wasn't really going to happen, so she should jump on him when she has a chance and jump on her, she did. It's crushing her and declaring herself the winner. So could Extreme Rules have uh, an actual match? Will Eva Marie actually be fighting or attempting to fight? Because uh, she does great. She's uh, at, at athletic. She can lift weights. She looks good. She's uh, muscular. She's very fit. And she can talk. She's... Uh, but uh, she just, she's like always, she's, uh, who knows? She's, she, it's just going to be, it can't be good. It can't be good. Okay, so the tag team turmoil continues. Tag team turmoil, it's right back on. Mustafa Ali, Mansoor, you're back on. Now you're refreshed. Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, you're a little bit more refreshed. You had time to recoup. With a fantastic match, you know, it, it went on. Um, this time, Xavier Woods with a gigantic elbow drop off the ropes. Wham! With the pin. So, it is uh, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods with the win again. To move on against AJ Styles and Omos. Former 
Raw Tag Team Champions, now after the belts again. Well, it would have been great to see uh, Xavier Woods and uh, Kofi Kingston, New Day, win this, but it was not meant to be. Xavier Woods and Kofi dropped to uh, Xavier and almost Styles Clash. Styles Clash. Uh, sorry about that. But the show must go on, and it's uh, Styles and Omos versus Bobby Lashley, the world champion of SmackDown versus, and MVP versus Styles and Omos. Now, this was a, a huge spear, Bobby Lashley to AJ Styles. But, uh, Omo, uh, yeah, you got yourself Bobby Lashley MVP going on to challenge... Uh, RK Bro to a, a rematch for the uh, World Championship belts um, at Extreme Rules. But before the show went off the air, almost had something left to say to uh, Bobby Lashley and smash him by his head, picked him up by his head and smash him down. And then, not to be finished, Randy Orton had to say, Congratulations on winning that match, Bobby Lashley. Here's an RKO for good luck, for good measures. See you next time. See you at Extreme Rules. And there he goes. Massive RK bro. And wishing him a, a lucky, a healthy recovery. Next up, it's SmackDown. Last week they had five matches. This is a long show. Five matches last week, which is pretty ideal. This week, a measly three uh, three matches. And we start this whole SmackDown with the Bloodline. Obviously, uh, Roman Reigns and the Usos, Jimmy and Jey Uso, flagged by uh, Paul Heyman. Now saying that the King of New York, or the King of NX, the King of uh, WWE, therefore the King of New York. Then uh, Brock Lesnar comes in. To talk things out, I suppose. Talking just wouldn't do it. Um, they end up... Uh, Paul Heyman's end up being left in the ring with uh, Brock Lesnar doing a whopping intro to, just so he could save his hide. Bring in, the, like the old days. But the old days just wasn't good enough. Ready to F5, Paul Heyman. Come in. The family. The bloodline. were instantly... He, uh, he no-sells the entire bloodline and crushes them all. Which leads us to our first match of the evening, which is a ridiculous 10-man tag. Now, I always say, if the tag team match has more than four people involved, it is, it is an AEW match for WWE. But for AEW, any match is an AEW match, which is a circus or a Wild West stunt show. This was... This followed everything AEW would have done. It was a, a match, 10 men, okay, five in each team. King Nakamura, Rick Boogs, Big E, Rey Mysterio, and Dominic Mysterio in one side. The other side was Otis, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, Apollo Crews, and the man, Sami Zayn, who was in a the antagonist of this whole thing to set up. Now, this whole thing was just, was just basically pandering to the crowd, considering it was the Madison Square Gardens. So it was complete pandering. 
to get the booze, the uh, biggest booze. And how to do that? Well, Sammy uh, Zane wearing a New York shirt brings out uh, Atlanta Hawks. Uh, what's that? Uh, yes, uh, Trey Young. Trey Young. I'm not following my notes properly. Um, so the whole thing crescendoed around Trey Young, really uh, cheating in a match and getting caught cheating. And not only caught cheating, but actually getting tossed out of the arena, which delighted the fans, tickled them to no end, which was the fodder that uh, Big E needed to win over Sami Zayn. It was a cluster of fun, I guess. It was not that good. And as you can see, like the AEW, they all were happy at the end. I'll see all them Big E, Shinsuke, and the Dominic Mysterios all celebrating there. Boog's about to get down. Next, the contract signing. The very arrogant. That's right, arrogant now. Becky Lynch coming to the ring, saving the WWE because of Sasha Banks could not appear in uh, the main event. So they had a no... So she talked about the whole cluster of errors that happened in the uh, SummerSlam, I believe. Uh, on the uh, three-move win by Becky Lynch. So now, thinking that uh, it's going to be different this time, it could be different. But who knows what's going to happen. It's just a contract signing. Next up, Biggie Langston showing Paul Heyman that he's still around. Hey, I'm still here. And I am looking to Bobby Lashley to win. The next championship is here. Let's hope something happens with Big E. He's been doing so much these days and that uh, cluster of a match in the beginning shows that he's a team player and is willing to do whatever it takes to be champion. Next up, Edge versus Seth Rollins 2. Edge was told Seth Rollins that he will show him, he will break him again because Seth Rollins is gone too far. When it came down to it, it was a great match. It was a, a five-star match for sure. It went back and forth. It was, it was storytelling. It was riveting. It was everything you want in the match. Just when Edge was about to get claimed victory, this is the weird thing. Jessica Carr, the referee in this match, uh, one I say the best referee in the match, was caught up in this whole thing where she was in the wrong place. She got back into the corner where a low blow took in place. She didn't see it. She was hit in the face a little bit. You know, she, she shook it off like she, Jake a champ would, but she missed it completely, you know? And it's, you know what? That's how good cheating's done. You know, it seems very inadvertent. You know, she was uh, inadvertently hit, struck. You know what? I can live with it. It's great cheating. But that led to uh, Seth Rollins. With the super kicks to uh, Seth's head, or Edge's head, many times. Finishing with the curb stomp. Now to Seth's surprise, uh, to his emotions, what he would have after the match. This is uh, after the curb stomp in here. Uh, he casually crawls and covers Edge to the pin. One, two, three. Edge seriously hurt, apparently. Was called out on the ambulance stretcher, pulled out by an ambulance. It is by far a fantastic match. Match upon matches, it should have been the main event by far. It was 
great pay-per-view swally indeed but since uh, the beginning match was garbage this made it up for the whole day because the next match is the rematch uh, last week it was the Usos versus uh, the, the Street Profits Street Profits with a big victory to make them um, contenders for this match you know this week is uh, Usos versus uh, the Street Profits 2 now it was looking grim for the uh, Usos Street Profits pretty much had it in the bag but Roman Reigns would not have it not have it at all so he comes out and pretty much un chokes out Montez Ford completely unconscious which is unfortunate what's gonna happen is the uh, the family falling apart probably um, Street Profits next tag team champions probably they have a rematch after all they can't end this way so coming up last week was uh, Finn Balor versus uh, Roman Reigns as a main event Finn Balor losing but uh, after this whole thing Finn Balor returns as the fiend so it's going face to face with Roman Reigns in the ring what's going to happen will there be a match at extreme rules between the two the fiend after all there are many people going after Roman Reigns right now you know I don't know if Edge is after him anymore because he's injured apparently uh, is uh, Seth Rollins still there there's uh, um, clearly Brock Lesnar and now Finn Balor what's going on but dot 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 continuing on to our main event and that is NXT the original brand fantastic I love it now it starts off with a massive massive match this is Kaylee Ray versus Ember Moon now I predicted when I found out that Ember wanted uh, Kaylee Ray that uh, there's no way Ember would win now this was by far a five-star match this was magnifique this was beautiful uh, this was the best I've ever seen Ember Moon in the ring um, but uh, I buy it is Kaylee Ray uh, Kaylee Ray is going for the top going for the championship belt and uh, I'm not sure what's going on with Ember Moon uh, she's not so at the end it was Kaylee Ray with a big victory but it to me was not surprising sorry Ember Moon it just wasn't segment including uh, the fellas it is a fellas uh, Rich Holland Pete Dunn Orny Lorcan that's right uh, now what's gonna happen uh, now what's known as Danny Birch also uh, they're all de declaring uh, uh, the fellas are going to win. Uh, now they have a future match. Uh, Lorcan and Birch uh, have a tag team championship match uh, set up with uh, um, MSK. But first, we have a beautiful segment. A wonderful segment. It is uh, the way, the way. It is uh, uh, Indy Hartwell's bachelor bachelorette party. Now... It is shown that Candice LeRae is sold on her and uh, Dexter Loomis, but she's not so sure about her husband, uh, Johnny Gargano. After all, Johnny Gargano is a hard nut to crack. But Denny Hartwell said, 
If anything, Dexter will crack his nuts. Moving on, we have a big match, a big challenge. Uh, Camaro Hayes versus Santos Escobar. This was a very good match, um, undoubted. I'd say, other than Santos with his crew coming in there, um, all the three to crew, you know, uh, we have yourselves uh, Raquel, uh, Raul Mendoza, Joaquin Wilde, and uh, Electra Lopez coming to the ring. Now, Carmelo Hayes looking, uh, he's definitely in over his head, but he's looking confident as ever, like he always does. And a lot of times he is over his head with Odyssey Jones, where you beat you know, Odyssey Jones like 200 pounds heavier than he is. But he still won the, uh, the tournament. Very good. Breakout tournament. But there was cheating in this match. We have, uh, what's that, uh, Joaquin Wilde and Raul um, Mendoza jumping up on the ring, distracting the ref. Hey, ref, over here, quickly. Ref turns over. He can't be on the ring. Wow. We have uh, Electra Lopez power slamming, body slamming there. Um, Car Car uh, Carmelo Hayes. Shocking. Very good. Um, and that led to uh, the victory over... Uh, so Santos Escobar with a big win, thanks to his team. Um, well, it was a great uh, try by Carmelo. It was cheating, so he didn't re lose. It's a you can in your mind you didn't lose legitimately, so you, you, it's it's something you live with. So next up we have Diamond Mine, um, Malcolm Bivens introducing his two top stars, two top stars. Uh, both Brutus and Julius Creed, the Creed brothers. Now, uh, this is their first match in AEW, and I suppose uh, they're going to throw them to the Wolves, the best team out there to beat. You know, who will the Creed brothers go against? Tough competition, I'm sure. The competition should be tough. And who is the competition, or who are the competition? And that is, well, Chuck Viola and Paxton Avril, and you're wondering who are they? You be correct, because I've not heard them at all. So I assumed automatically that they would be lost. They'll be losers in this match, and uh, yep, the uh, the Creed brothers would win. And lo and behold, they did. It was a crush match. It was pretty hardcore. They were thrown around pretty good. It was a it was a crush match. It was a squash. No question about it. I'm not sure what it proved. It was against two nobodies, so you know it is a jobber match unfortunate but they move on now they move up to uh, amber moon amber moon what is the future for amber moon there's big changes apparently she's got a lot to think about after that huge loss to kaylee ray the best in the world after that segment we go to another segment it is hit row that's right uh Still going on against uh, Legado del Fantasma. I suppose that's not over yet. Uh, B-Fab really upset about uh, with Electro Lopez. That is another thing. Maybe there could be a... I don't know. I think this has gone on enough. Um, time for... Um, I don't know. Isaiah Swerve Scott to start defending the belt. 
uh, open challenge matches, start uh, start fighting again. Uh, just do do your own thing. Who cares about this feud? Just do what you always did, you know, before this feud. But we move on, and this is uh, team match four. It is the uh, for the women's tag team champion match. It is uh, team Casey, Caden uh, Carter, and Casey Cadenzero versus Zoe Starks and Io Shirai. This was a fantastic match. It was truly a good match. Um, but apparently, Casey and Team Casey could not pull it off. It was uh, Zoe Starks and Io Shirai were just too much to handle, and they retained their belts. And who knows how long they will? Um, after all, uh, they were put together just recently. They're not even coordinated. Does that matter? I don't know. All you know is they are two singles wrestlers slash slapped together to make a tag team champions. I would like to see uh, more natural tag teams in the women's division. Hopefully they start this division. So next up, after the big loss, Team Casey's big loss, it was so depressing. Um, they're just cobbling back to the back. And uh, who's that uh, coming in there? Uh, but uh, what's that? Uh, Mandy Rose, new look Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan and uh, JC Jane come and stomp mud holes in uh, Team KC for some reason. I thought her thing was with somebody else, you know? Uh, mm, not her. Next up, we got the bachelor party, the fantastic bachelor party of Dexter Loomis. Will Johnny Gargano crack? Will his nuts get cracked in this? Well, joining him is uh, uh, Drake Maverick, Archie Jones and... Uh, Yes, that's right. Uh, the former, um, uh, what's that? Uh, Million Dollar Champion, um, Cameron Grimes. So they have a great time doing this whole thing, and they finally connect. Um, Dexter Loomis and Johnny Gargano with the strangest no look high five. So moving on. We got ourselves a wonderful news. Looks like uh, Frankie Monet has been set up with uh, Robert Stone. Looks like we got ourselves a wonderful uh, future tag team, a uh, future uh, women's championship match with Raquel Gonzalez next week. So Frankie Monet, Raquel Gonzalez, I look forward to that. That looks like it's going to be one fantastic match. Uh, so next up is uh, Tian Sha's uh, Mei Ying, who leads up Tian Sha, versus um, Virginia Fury, who I've got no picture of. I don't know. I couldn't find anything of her. So with the squash match, uh, Virginia Fury gets squashed. Um, with a creepy-looking uh, uh, Mei Ying, with uh, Boa doing what he does best, standing behind Mei Ying, because he can't win at all. Moving on to our main event tag team match. It is uh, MSK versus the fellas. Uh, uh, Danny, uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Now, getting all pumped up for the match is Lorcan and uh, Birch. Because they need it. The fellas got to have a pump up. But this was a good match. And uh, MSK showing why that they're great champions. You know, they've shown through the beginning that uh, they, through, they, have, they battle through adversity. 
um, through darkest times that they could possibly lose, that they pull it out, and they pull out a victory at a sure defeat. And this is no different. This was a great match. Uh, I could have been better, but, uh, you know, it was a three-star match. So only Lorcan and them could have won, but it turns out they did not win. It was a great victory for the MSK. That was great for MSK, but did not bowl well for Pete Dunne or uh, Ridge Holland. Both very upset, very, very upset. And they figured the fellas, well, their club needs to be, they needs to be shortened down. You know, they can't have such a disappointment part of their team. So they took out Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Um, so now I guess it's Ridge Holland and uh, Pete Dunne as the fellas, the original fellas, the fellas. So, which leads us to Oni and Birch. Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch. There seems like the best times are behind them with Pat McAfee. When Pat McAfee was their, their head man, their, uh, you know, their coach or manager, their, their man, their dude that pushed them. Um, they were unstoppable. They were tag team champions all because Pat McAfee. So what's now for Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch? Are we going to join the other guys from uh, Smackdown, Smackdown, you know, um, Cedric, Humberto, you know, will these two, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch, is just set up to go to uh, AEW? There, they're going to be something. They're a tag team. They've been put together for uh, many months now. So they're established. But will they go there? Is there any room there for here? Who knows? And that is it for the show this week. Thank you, listener, for being around, sticking around for the very end. I am your host, Lip Drip, a.k.a. Tetsu Omega, signing off for another mother show. And all that stuff, all that jazz. See you next time.